It's evaluation day. I'm sure that as a restaurant owner and manager, you have evaluated many people in your life. Today, we're going to turn the tables. Today, it's your turn. I'm going to evaluate you. Hey, it's Peter Harmon, the food guru, here with your weekly pep talk. My goal is to teach restaurant owners, managers, and chefs just like you to focus on eight basic fundamentals that lead to a better life and financial freedom. Today is Monday, April 19th, 2021. And this is podcast number 122 of Build a Better Restaurant podcast. It's called Evaluation Day. As I said in the intro, Today is evaluation day and I'm going to evaluate you to let you know how you're doing compared to what you should be doing as the owner of your restaurant and the leader of your people. Think about this like a pop quiz. Are you ready? Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you probably have a good idea what the questions are going to be. And if you're new to this podcast, this should be a good eye opener. Now, before we get started, I want to set the stage, the mood, the scene. Employees get paid or rewarded by the hour. They get paid just for showing up, for time served. They punch in and you have to pay them, whether they do a job or not. Now, you as the owner or leader or manager, you get paid for results. You do not get paid for showing up. You get paid for producing results. And if you're the owner, you don't get paid until there is a profit. Now, another way to say that is you get paid after everybody else gets paid because owners eat last. It's true and you know it. And there's a long line of people ahead of you who get paid before you do. And as I'm sure you're aware, if there isn't enough to go around, you go hungry. But when there is a profit, you get to eat. And when there is an abundant profit, you and your family get to eat well. My goal as your strategic restaurant thinking partner is to help you earn a profit so you can eat well every month. I want to help you thrive and live the life of your dreams. So with that in mind, let's start your evaluation. We're going to evaluate you on a scale of one to five. A three means you're doing the task or the thing to the standard for the position. You're good enough to keep your job. A three means you're slightly below the target and if you don't get your act together and get up to the standard quickly, your job and your restaurant will be in jeopardy. Now, one means you aren't doing a thing at all or you really suck at it and you should be fired. Whoops, sorry. A four means you're doing it better than most restaurant owners on the planet. And a five means you're world class at that. You're the Amazon or the Apple of that category or that duty or that thing. Got it? Okay, here we go. Now that brings us to thing one. What's your goal? As I've told you before, a business is like a two-sided coin with brand value on one side and financial value on the other. Now, let's start with your brand goal. What is the brand goal of your business? What does your brand stand for or represent in your market? Are you in the taco business or the coffee business or the smoothie business? Or are you just a faceless restaurant in the crowd? 
The question is, are you the best in your category? Now, listen to this. I believe you must be number one or number two in your category. The brand goal of your restaurant must be to be the number one or number two restaurant of your type in your market. If you're a taco joint or a burger or pizza joint, you must be the number one or number two in your category. If you're not, you need to become number one or number two. And if you can't do that or you're not willing to put in the effort to do that, you need to get out of that market segment now. Because being the number seven pizza place in your market is not a smart business plan or a good long-term strategy, is it? Imagine telling a group of customers or investors that your plan is to be the number seven pizza place in the market, but you intend to discount and give stuff away to make up the difference. That's crazy, right? Hey, look, if you need help with this, I can help you. I want to help you. Now, let's score your brand goals. Do you have a written brand goal or a mission statement? If you have one and it's only in your mind, give yourself a two. If your brand is written down where you can see it daily, you get a three. If it's written where your managers and staff can see it every day, you get a four. If your goal and mission is posted where your customers can see it and they buy into it, you get a five. Hey, don't snicker. This is a good thing. And it worked pretty well for Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Now let's score your restaurant as a brand in your market. If you do not have a brand concept or goal, you get a one. If your restaurant is not number one or number two in your category, give yourself a two. If you are the number one or number two, give yourself a three. If you are number one or number two and you have a five-star or four-star review or rating on Facebook and Yelp, or if you won the local reader poll for the best restaurant of your type in your category, give yourself a four. And then if you have a line around the block all day and night, give yourself a five. Okay, so there are your first two scores. Do you have a brand goal? And are you number one or number two in your market? Well, how'd you do? Okay, next, I want to talk about your financial goals. The goal is to earn a 10% profit. Now, if your sales are a million dollars a year, that means your owner draw or salary should be $100,000. That's what you should have taken home. Now, if you're doing half a million dollars in sales, you should be taking home $50,000. Okay. Now let's score your financial goals. If you have a financial goal in your mind, you get a two. If it's written down where you can see it, like on your bathroom mirror, you get a three. If it's written down where your managers and staff can see it every day, you get a four. And if every manager who works for you can tell me what their role in bringing your financial goal to life is, you get a five. Okay, the next question is, did you achieve your financial goals? If you earned a 10% profit, you get a three. That's right, a three. Because you set a goal to earn a 10% profit and you did it. That's what you were supposed to do. You had a goal, you did it. You achieved the target. You hit the standard for the position. means you get a three. 
Now, if you beat it by 1% or more, you get a four. If you earned a 15% profit or more, you get a five. But if you broke even or you had a profit, but it was less than 10%, give yourself a two. You're on the way, but you still have work to do. If you lost money, I mean, even $1, you get a one. If you have more bills and cash on hand, you get a one. And you should seriously consider if this is the right venture for you. I'm serious. If you're losing money, you're destroying wealth. And that is just plain silly. The goal of business ownership is to build wealth and financial independence. If you need help with this, I can and will help you. I can help you determine if you should keep going or not. Or if you should pull the plug and find a soft place to land this thing. And get out before you destroy everything. But I think you're smarter than that. So let's move on. If you're struggling financially, you're probably weak in many areas. And now we're going to take a look at some of them. Let's go on to cleaning and sanitation. I believe wholeheartedly that dirty restaurants never make money and struggling restaurants are always dirty. Here's your challenge. Go get a pair of white gloves or a few white napkins. And right before your restaurant is set to open, when everybody's all ready, do the following. Walk in the front door and reach above the door and wipe that spot. What do you find? Wipe under the front lip of your bar. What do you find? Pick a table, any table in the dining room, and swipe underneath it. Then pick up a glass from a table or a side station and look at it in the sunlight or in the light and ask, are there any spots? And do the same thing with the silverware. Okay, next, let's go to your bathroom. I want you to swipe the corners of your bathroom floor that's right, the corners in your bathroom floor. Then I want you to swipe under your sink in the bathroom. What did you find? Rank yourself. Evaluate yourself on one and five, how clean your bathroom is, how clean your glasses are. Okay, then I want you to go to the kitchen. And I want you to pull out the equipment from underneath your hood. Now, look. What do you see? Now, if you can eat off the floor behind the line. You get a five. Now, I want you to go in the cooler and pull out the racks from the cooler and look at the floor and look at the walls. Now, evaluate that on a one to five scale. See, I find that employees who work in losing restaurants tend to stand around and talk shit about the owner. And then the owner says things like, oh, we just don't have time to clean. Or we have a cleaning party four times a year. That's when we do the deep cleaning. The bottom line is dirty restaurants lose money. And the people who work in that filth need to change. And that change begins with you. That's right, you, the person in your mirror every morning. It's time to quit whining about COVID or politics and clean your restaurant. Here's the evaluation scale, okay? We're going to move on and we're going to talk about checklists. Okay, if your people have checklists for cleaning and they follow them and everything on that list is done 100% to the standard every day, you get a three. Now, if you have cleaning lists, but some of the things aren't done correctly every day, 
give yourself a two. If you do not have checklists, cleaning checklists, you get a one. Whoops. Okay. Now, when it comes to cleaning, there's no four and five. It's either clean or it ain't. It's time to get back on track. Time to do some training. Time to get your people back up to par. The word is, think of this. If you can't clean or you won't clean, you can't work here. Think of how that will change some of your people. Okay, now this brings us to employee checklists and attendance. Okay, now we're going to stay with the employees. And I want to start with opening and closing checklists. Do you have checklists for your people to follow? I'm talking about for every position, every cook, every waiter, every manager. That's right, every manager. Now, you don't think your manager is above having a checklist, do you? Come on, answer that one. Do your managers have checklists? And here's the biggie. Get ready for it. Do they use these checklists? And do they check off the stuff on it? And then do they turn it into the office at the end of the shift? And then do they sign their work? That's right. Do they sign it like Da Vinci or Rembrandt or Picasso? They sign it because they're proud of it. Here's what I did today. I get an A plus. Or am I happy with a D minus? If every one of your employee positions and manager positions has a checklist and they follow them, you get a three. If they have a checklist, but it's not up to date or it's not done 100% every day, you get a two. Now, if your people don't have checklists at all, you get a one. This is totally unacceptable. Your people need to know what they're supposed to do. Now, if your people do have a checklist and they fill them out after every shift and your managers check them off after every shift and then they put them as a stack on the desk in the office after every shift, you got a four. Now, here's one. If you have checklists and you're able to send them to your employees' phones and they check them off and then they can send them or forward them to a manager and the manager can check them off, and then send that information electronically to your office, you get a five. That's what I'm working on. I want to figure that system out because it makes it work. Everybody's got a phone in their hand all day long. They don't even want to put them down, put their checklist on the phone. Let's talk about attendance. Do your people have perfect attendance? Are they here when they're scheduled? So if you have 100% attendance, I mean, every shift covered for every week, Give yourself a three. Anything less than that is a one or a two. Wow. There's no such thing as a four or five in attendance. It either is or it ain't. Okay, that was fun. Now let's move on to the exciting topic of menu costing and recipes. Let's talk about costing your menu. Do you know exactly how much it costs to produce every item on your menu? I mean, exactly how much to cost each one do you have written recipes for every dish? Do you have pictures of what each dish should look like? The completed picture. Okay, so by now you know the drill. I want you to rank yourself on your menu costings, then your recipes, and then the pictures. Hmm. Okay, next, I want to talk about cost of goods. What was your cost of goods percentage supposed to be last week, month, or quarter? 
And what was your bar cost supposed to be? I want you to rate yourself for each of those things on a scale one to five. If you hit your food cost goal, let's say it was 30%, you get a three. If you're above that, you get a two or a one. If you're below it, you get a four. And if you're way below it, we got to talk about that. I'm not even sure there's a five there. Okay? Because you don't want to rip your customers off. You want to give them value for their money. Again, then this brings us to marketing. Do you have a website? And if you do, rate it on a scale one to five. Do you have a Facebook page? If you do, rank it on a scale one to five. Okay, now here's one. Do you have a comprehensive marketing plan that you could send to me right now? I'm talking about a plan that shows in detail who your target customer is and what their demographic information is and what their psychographic is. Wow, psychographic. That means what's their worldview? How do they think? What do they think is valuable? What do they value? Now, do you have a marketing plan that shows the who, what, where, when, why, and how much of your advertising plan and budget? Okay, so go ahead and rank yourself on your marketing plan on a scale of one to five. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, in conclusion, we have just done a quick evaluation of you as a restaurant owner. I just wanted to give you some things to think about and maybe ruffle your feathers just a little bit. The point is, we all have lots and lots of areas where we can improve. We have lots of work to do. So let's get serious and get going. It's a new world out there. And the people who will win are going to be the people who focus and do the work. My name is Peter Harmon. I am the food guru. My goal is to start a restaurant revolution where every restaurant owner and manager and chef who joins us has the knowledge and information they need to reimagine their restaurant, to create financial freedom and live the life of their dreams. Think of me as your strategic thinking partner. I want to help you reimagine your restaurant. If you're looking to move the ball forward and build a better restaurant, I can help you. If you're ready to join the top 5% of restaurant owners, do this. Number one, subscribe to this podcast and I'll send it directly to your inbox every Monday. Number two, buy my audiobook. I've recorded an audiobook called The Six Sales Pillars. It'll help you increase your sales starting today. And it's available on Audible, iTunes, and Amazon. Just search Peter Harmon, Six Sales Pillars. Third thing you should do is buy my book. I've written a book called Restauranting 101. It focuses on eight basic fundamentals. This book has the power to change your life, and it's available on Amazon. Search Peter Harmon Restauranting 101 and buy it today. This book will help you develop your new mindset and prepare you for the new world ahead. All right, and the fourth thing you can do, the biggie, is sign up for a one-on-one strategic session. You'll be amazed how fast I can get you headed in the right direction. Do you need somebody to talk to who understands your struggles? See, I can help you think things through and I'm going to help you get strategic and build a smart plan that will work in the new world of restaurant. 
hey, I know how hard it is to succeed today. I have two restaurants and I'm in them every day. I face the same challenges that you do. This is not a webinar or a large group event. I will not pass you off to an assistant. This is you and me working together to reimagine your restaurant and your business. Here's how it works. We meet one-on-one every week, either on the phone or via Zoom. We talk about you and your restaurant. I listen to the good, the bad, and the ugly. I help you think and solve problems. I will help you build a restaurant that is tailor-made for you, your community, and your management team. This is not a one-size-fits-all course. In fact, there's no set curriculum because every restaurant and every situation is different and unique. We focus on you and your needs, not mine. And there's no problem we can't solve together. Yes, my service and expertise cost money, but I guarantee this will be the best money you spend all year. Remember, it's not what it costs you that's important, what it does for you and how it changes you that's important. One of my clients says that every hour with me is like digging in pure gold. If you're ready to move forward to create a smart plan that will change your life, come to foodguru.com to get started. When the student is ready, the food guru will appear. Thanks for listening. I hope to hear from you soon.